welcome beautiful listeners to the wajibika podcast wow we made it to the eighth episode and i am so grateful for that this is actually the first time since this podcast began that i have been able to produce more than one episode in a month and i am so grateful for that I'm so happy to be back to this space so soon. <laughs> and I am extremely excited to share this episode with you. My name is Hasoa Sameta and I am your host today. Whether you're listening to me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Castbox or any other platform that I have no idea about. <laughs> Welcome. It's quite a treat to have you on here. Pull a seat and make yourself comfortable. We made room for you at the table. Yes. Before I get into this potentially juicy <laughs> podcast topic, I just wanted to highlight something that's really dope real quick. Listen, I decided to introduce a new segment to my podcast episodes which I have named Drum Rolls Jifunze Kiswahili. <laughs> Jifunze Kiswahili means learn Swahili. On each of my episodes, starting from this one, I will be sharing a Swahili proverb, sharing the meaning and usage. Wahenga na wahenguzi. Hawakutuhada walipo longer. Tafakari ababu. <laughs> Listen, the idea is just to express an appreciation for the language, for the culture. We're doing it for the culture. <laughs> to remind you of the wisdom of those that went before us. <laughs> um those on whose shoulders were built as africans the idea is in my little way to write the narrative about africa now let me just talk real quick about the beauty and the value of proverbs also known as methalis in swahili the rules surrounding the interpretation of art in my opinion are the same ones surrounding the interpretation of african proverbs African proverbs are art and so different people who accurately understand and have an appreciation for an African language can hear an African proverb and assign varying interpretations to it. <clears throat> if you grew up in a Kenyan education system, especially the 844 system. You know that kila methali ina maana ya nje na maana ya ndani, right? Every African proverb has a literal meaning and a deeper meaning. Maana ya nje refers to the literal meaning of the of the proverb the meaning that you could deduce from a proper grasp of swahili as a language maana ya ndani however the deeper meaning of an african proverb is the main reason why 
I decided to add Methales as the starring cast <laughs> in my new segment, Jifunze Kiswahili. This episode's Methali on Jifunze Kiswahili is Mgema Kisifiwa Tembo Hulitia Maji. Let me say that again. Mgema Kisifiwa Tembo Hulitia Maji. The meaning of that Swahili proverb is immediately after a palm wine tapper is praised, that's when he dilutes the palm wine with water. <laughs> What I just said about the proverb and the meaning, I will write down in the episode's show notes. So find that there, hoping that you're listening to me on a platform that actually has show notes. (laughs) Now, I already had in mind an explanation for the usage of this African proverb, which I am eager to share with you, and I will. However, out of out of curiosity, I decided to ask a senior for their own interpretation of this methali, and I'm so glad that I asked. <laughs> As I mentioned before, interpretation of African proverbs is very similar to interpretation of art. The keener the beholder, the more experienced the beholder's eye is, the more they are able to pick out things that would have easily gone unnoticed. There is a spice that the wisdom of experiencing life adds to one's interpretation of life issues, a spice that it adds to the lenses through which one views life, a spice that it adds to their perspective of life. I asked my own father to share with me his interpretation of this episode's methali because curiosity (laughs) and also because of the appreciation that I've always had for his perspective and wisdom. So the proverb is Mgema kisifiwa tembo hulitiamaji. Immediately after a palm wine tapper is praised, that's when he dilutes the palm wine with water. A conversation with my father about this African proverb highlighted some interesting warnings and admonitions the the uniqueness and beauty of the taste of the tapas palm wine will earn him the praise of those who partake of his wine it's important to take note of the fact that the palm wine tapper was fully present for the work that led to the praise. He did the work that led to the praise, the work that resulted into accolades. However, after a while, he adds a bit of water and hopes that no one will notice. And then he adds a bit more water, still hoping that no one will notice. And then again, He'll keep adding just just a little bit more while continuing to hold the hope that no one will ever notice because at this point, he has a good reputation. 
he's fully relying on the goodwill that he's built over the years he has the trust of his customers and so his assumption is that the good reputation that precedes him will be more relevant than the reality of his now diluted palm wine <clears throat> he sacrifices the essence of who he is the purity of it because he knows that he has already built a good reputation he has earned the customer's trust over the years <clears throat> my takeaway from my father's beautiful interpretation of this methalis and admonition to place value on the things that actually matter it's so easy to get very confused in life and place value on things that when you sit down to count the cost these things really have no value thus they shouldn't be a priority in one's life it's so easy to lose the essence of who we are to forget the work that was put into getting where we currently are just like the palm wine tapper risking the goodwill that it took quite a while to build risking a gem that is intrinsically thus eternally valuable at the altar of a gain that is likely to be fleeting again that is temporary throwing one's pearls to the swine <laughs> my prayer for you who is listening to me is that you will have the discernment to identify the pearls in your own life and the courage to place value on such things that actually matter Gema kisifiwa tembo hulitia maji Immediately after a palm wine tapper has received praise after he has received accolades for a job well done that's when he dilutes the palm wine with water Shish that is this episode's methali on jifunze kiswahili <laughs> You're listening to episode 8 of the Wajibika podcast and I am your host Kaswa Samita. Can I have 
a minor extension of this episode's musings on the Jifunze Kiswahili segment. Actually, I believe that those musings tie in beautifully with today's conversation. Specifically, I would like to expand on the thought that it's very important to have enough discernment to identify the pearls in your own life and the courage to place value on such things that actually matter. It's important to be fully aware of the gems in you that are intrinsically thus eternally valuable and avoid placing those at the altar of a gain that is likely to be flitting, a gain that is temporary. It's important to avoid throwing one's pearls to the swine. Mm-hmm. So the above mentioned <laughs> the above mentioned reality is the ideal and then there is the situation on the ground. <laughs> On this episode, I wish to discuss the complexities of existing in nothing else to compare it to realities and therein journeying through continuously and intentionally putting effort into placing value on the things that actually matter. Yo, <laughs> I know that some of you are battling dilemmas of existing on a road that is rarely traveled and you often have to unpack in it, but not of it, realities. Feeling like you're in this world, but not of this world. And in that space, there has been a lot of loss and there has been a lot to gain as well from incessantly existing in this reality. So... A little bit of personal background. I I have always been that human being that existed unconventionally in life. I have shared in past episodes that I never really knew how to just take things as they are. I always questioned. I was always curious about life, people, behaviors, reality, sin, and unseen. <laughs> and of course... Where I stand currently in life, I am so, so grateful that because of the gift of time, I also have the gift of retrospection. With time, I have been able to look at the past and develop the language to express what was going on in my past. But in that past moment, when I was experiencing why, what I now have the language to explain, part of the difficulties and complexities came from having a very limited perspective of what that was and how to navigate it and lacking also the language to put a name to what I was experiencing. <laughs> So the encouragement in that is that trust always that time and an accurate presence in your own life will eventually give you clarity. Time will tell. Let time tell. Trust time to tell. Trust time to show you. Trust time to make things clearer because in time <laughs> in time 
in time there is process <laughs> and processes refine and prune you <laughs> thus giving you the gift of a better perspective I believe that the spectrum of human composition is so beautifully diverse, which makes the essence of each human being so unpredictable, enriching, and challenging. There exists countless possibilities of combinations that will make up the essence of who one person can be. However, often on one end of the spectrum, there is a structured human, and on the opposite end is the free spirit. So, <laughs> my internal dilemmas often emanated from experiencing and being fully aware of the dichotomy in the composition of who I am. I am a very structured human, and also in the same breath, I am a free spirit. <laughs> my structured nature shows up and helps me a lot in my profession as a legal practitioner but also my nature as a free spirit shows up in my art as a creative and sometimes the free spirit in me shows up in my legal practice side and the desire for structure and perfection that is doing things accurately <laughs> doing things properly <laughs> shows up in my creative process. The reality, therefore, is that I, I have always been aware of the internal battles. For example, how I want to exist in the legal practice space is not how, <laughs> quote-unquote, normal lawyers exist. But that's just an example because I have had these dilemmas in other spheres of life generally in not just in my profession. I have always existed so unconventionally in life and I was always so aware of that reality even as a child. So I learned early in life to be comfortable in my own variances, strangeness, differences, which, which is not to mean that the sailing was smooth. On the contrary, it was a lot. <laughs> but the gift therein is that I have never, I have never really struggled with peer pressure. I have always been aware that I am different and I have often settled comfortably in acceptance of that reality. <laughs> and with time, and just going through the process of life, I have been learning to unfold in the ways that I was created to, regardless of whether that is understood and appreciated externally or not. I have learned and I am truly, I am truly still learning to be fully aware of the gems within that are intrinsically thus eternally valuable and avoid placing those at the altars of any gains that are likely to be fleeting, gains that are temporary. So, <laughs> this episode was meant to address trailblazers, innovators, creators of things, and generally just human beings who are traveling down roads that are rarely traveled. 
constantly thinking and doing thing and doing things unconventionally constantly going against the grain swimming upstream when everyone else is floating effortlessly downstream <laughs> may lead you to a reality of eventual exhaustion and a desire to just to just belong and just be just be quote unquote normal <laughs> one of the biggest struggles therein may be uncertainty and feelings of being often misunderstood there are so many complexities of existing in nothing else to compare it to realities and so while you're still in your process of creating of innovating of listening being still and hearing accurately of paving a new path altogether while things are still in the works when you know what you're supposed to do but you haven't figured out how yet when you know where you're supposed to go but you don't know how yet in that space i pray for you who is listening to me that you will have the discernment to accurately identify who to share this fragile space of wandering with until you're more confident more knowledgeable about your process your calling your journey and the realities therein may you have the discernment to share the process with a person persons who will see you and journey who will see you and your journey accurately and speak life and wisdom into that reality <sighs> the reality of existing unconventionally is that you need to get comfortable with not being understood you need to be comfortable in your own being in your own journey in your own mind in your own calling a dear friend once shared on the socials that the three greatest human needs are knowing that you matter knowing that you belong and knowing that you're contributing to the human whole and i found that very insightful <laughs> knowing that you belong is a human need and i called it agreement when you're existing on a road that is really traveled that reality can be so very isolating and while i fully acknowledge that knowing that you belong is a reasonable and very important human need while i fully acknowledge that community community is eternally invaluable it's important to choose a community 
whose economy of belonging will not cost you your true face. I wish to implore you who is listening to me, do not throw your pals to the swine for the comfort of a belonging that is likely to be fleeting for the comfort of a, for the comfort of a belonging that will cost you your true face <laughs> there is a content creator that i follow on the socials her name is kit kiarie she made a statement that I felt accurately captures the sentiments that I'm trying to express here. The statement is, as much as anyone, I want what I'm doing to be approved of, but it's not a requirement for my success. <laughs> it's important to be fully aware of the gems in you that are intrinsically thus eternally valuable and avoid placing those at the altar of a gain that is likely to be fleeting, a gain that is temporary. That gain could be certainty or affirmation or accolades or a followership or financial gain or adjectives may you have the courage to place value on the things that actually matter <laughs>